of course, I waited till the last minute to record this. And now I have to keep my windows open, which makes it very loud (laughs) if any traffic goes by or anything. Hopefully they don't because there's a bee in here. There is a massive bee that has made its way into my home. He's just been hanging out on my fiddle leaf, flying between the windows. So I opened every window, hoping he will kindly exit as soon as possible. I keep glancing over at him because I'm scared he's going to like fly around and freak the dogs out. That's like the last thing I need is one of them being stung. So I'm keeping an eye out. And I had all week to record this podcast, but I waited till today. You know, that's just my fault. But it's going to be fine. We're totally fine. We're getting through it. Um, I did not upload last week. I was planning on it, but I have to be honest. I wasn't, I was definitely wasn't expecting to not upload when I, with such a new podcast after just a few weeks, but I have been in a tough, confused state lately. I've been in like this weird state of happy, like really happy, but also really sad and really hurting. So within a month span of time, it is the one year, it was the one year anniversary of my mom's death, my birthday, and then immediately followed by Mother's Day. And the hard thing for me to wrap my head around is the fact that those dates will always now be together. It will always be my mom's passing immediately my birthday and the next week is Mother's Day. And... It is tough to experience those all together. I mean, it's tough to experience anyone's grief. Um, It's tough, I'm sure, for a lot of people on Mother's Day for many different reasons. And my heart goes out to you for anyone who struggles uh, for anything along those lines or honestly just anything in general. But I had this weird... There's kids screaming outside. Also, we there's a school that's next to us. And they're, when they play outside, sorry, tangent, they scream all the time. And I always think someone's, like, being killed. And then I look outside and it's just, like, little kids playing soccer. I'm like, okay, you're good. Sorry. So I just heard them yelling. But it's all, it's all good, I promise. Um, but I just couldn't get myself to record because it felt weird if I posted a video on Mother's Day or the day after Mother's Day, like not speaking about my mom. I feel like it almost would seem strange for those of you that followed me along so much, know who knew so much about my journey with my mom and my struggles with my mom. It almost would have felt weird just pretending like it wasn't Mother's Day. So I didn't really know how to go about it. And honestly, I've had so many messages of people asking me to talk about my mom and ask me why I'm not talking about it anymore, about how... I've had a lot of people tell me that me speaking about the struggles with my mom and talking about how I had to cut off talking to her for so long and how eventually I forgave her and all these things have helped people with their own relationships with relationships with relationships with toxic family and I am so happy that me sharing those things have helped people but I had to put myself first for a bit and realize like I just wasn't ready to talk about it Uh, and obviously I'm talking about it now and I don't think I'm any more ready but it just feels like I can't move forward until I speak about it and not that anyone is like holding me to it it's not like like all of you guys are so kind I feel like we're all friends and if I was like hey I'm not ready to talk about it every single person I know you guys would just like oh totally no worries like take your time um but in my head I think I've just built it up as this thing that I have to speak about or I'm just not gonna be able to move forward and 
I do think my relationship with my mom is a big pivotal piece of my life and I want to be able to talk about it but it's become something that I talked about so casually because it was just such a big part of my life to now it's such a it's such a touchy subject sorry I've got to adjust real quick we got a new desk chair and it's very nice and it's comfortable but it's also so squeaky and like my legs get stuck to it so I feel like I need to rub it down with some oil or something I don't know anyways it's it's such a touchy subject and I don't know, now I feel almost guilt for talking about it. Like, I don't ever want to talk about my relationship with, with my mom and lie about what my life was like. And I feel like I've done that a few times. There have been a few times, especially in the beginning when she first passed, that I was posting these things as if my mom was a saint. Because I almost felt like, well, she's passed. I don't want to bring up those negative things about her anymore, the things that she did to me. But because I don't like I want to let it go but it's also like I can't lie because it's wrong for people who have followed me for so long to now hear me just be like oh no she was great (laughs) like I'm fine with it and it's just this weird feeling so basically the reason I wasn't posting is it was you know my birthday her the year of her passing and Mother's Day um and just so happens that while we were we we went out of town for my birthday it was really nice Noah was really trying to cheer me up I think he now goes above and beyond he did this for my birthday last year too to put together something like spectacular because I think he feels a lot of like I don't want to say guilt but he feels really bad for me going through all those at one time um and I think he can just kind of see the pain but also the happiness it's all it's a weird thing last year it was just pain this year I you know have gotten a little bit better so he went like above and beyond and so I have this weird feeling of trying to put on a really happy face and enjoy everything and I do like I'm so freaking grateful for my husband for him going above and beyond for my birthday I'm grateful for everyone in my life I'm grateful grateful for you guys I'm grateful for how good my job is going right now because there have been plenty of times when I've struggled with my job and right now that is not that's not the case I'm I feel like I'm doing really well in a lot of things but it's still like this really heavy burden and I'm like trying not to get emotional because I've heard that grief is something that doesn't really leave and you just learn to live with it and that sucks. Someone sent me a graphic once that was like grief was like this the square and that most people think that the square will like slowly get smaller inside of you and you are the circle but what happens is instead your circle of yourself gets bigger but the square of the grief doesn't change size meaning like the grief is always there and you just learn how to live around it and live with it and that is it's tough and I'm hoping I learn to live with it a little better because I don't really know how to balance it it's like one moment I will be so incredibly happy and proud and then I can't figure out why I'm so anxious or why I'm like a little snappy and Noah's like what's going on and then I'll be like what was Mother's Day tomorrow and then it hits me oh my gosh like I'm so sorry I didn't mean to take that out on you I am just trying to not talk about it because I not that I don't want to talk about my mom's passing but it it sucks grief sucks at any time I think in my mind, I feel like I just want to enjoy my birthday week. I just want to have a good moment and I don't want it bogged down by something so sad. But it's like I have no choice. And then right now, I want to enjoy my success. I want to 
have a good summer. It's been a really cold winter and we were inside so much and I really struggled with seasonal depression this year and here I am like wanting to get outside finally and have all this stuff going on and then at the same time I'm like there's a big part of me that also is like you probably should see your therapist a little more than normal right now because you're also struggling but then I also understand that when I see my therapist I cry a lot in therapy it's very hard and then I come home and spend a few days unpacking what I just went through in therapy so then it's like three or four days of my week I'm not happy. And I know that in the long run, that therapy is so good for me and a therapy is a great thing to do. But I don't want the bulk of that happening right now in my summertime. And I sound so selfish almost for being like, well, I don't want to have to grieve now. But I, it's like grief, grief obviously isn't convenient. Nobody, nobody wants grief at all. But there's just part of me that's like, why can't I just wait until... I don't know, fall to deal with it. Why does it have to come up every spring when I want to go outside and be happy? And even saying this out loud, I feel ridiculous. And maybe no one else sees me as being ridiculous, but I'm like, Lindsay, you're allowed to be sad. Why can't you just deal with it? But I'm also happy. It's the weirdest feeling of like, I am happy right now, but I'm also sad. And I guess I'm just not used to the combination of both. And I used to think you were either happy or sad, but I'm learning that they can exist at once at the same time. And maybe I've dealt with that before, but it must have just been on a smaller scale, like one outweighed the other. Maybe before it's like, say that time when I had to cut off contact with my mom because she was being very, very verbally abusive and honestly, physically abusive. Like I cut off contact with my mom. And so that was so painful that the sadness outweighed any happy things going on in my life at the time or times when something really amazing is going on like when I got married to Noah I was so happy but yes there were sad things like the fact that I couldn't invite my mom because of her addiction she could not come to my wedding um and so but I was so happy about my wedding that maybe that outweighed the sadness but I'm starting to realize maybe maybe it's normal that sadness and happiness can exist at once I'm just not used to the scale of it, of being so happy and so sad at one time. I'm used to one outweighing the other, and I'm learning how to deal with this right now. I'm learning how to be both, and how to accept both, and how to not shame myself for both, and how to realize it's okay if I go out with friends and I'm having a great time, but then something hits me and I need to go home and cry. Like, it's okay. It's different for me, but it's okay. Um, I don't know. I've had a lot of time. I, I really feel like this has gone all over the place, this episode already. I don't have any talking points. I kind of just wanted to sit and chat, and I hope that's okay. Um, I've had a lot of time to think about my mom's passing and my mom in general, which has been so strange because I went through like a period of denying like I mentioned, denying our relationship once she first passed and I just only saw the good parts, which I think was really good for me for a while. And I do think it's good for me to let the good parts of her memory live on the most. But there is still a part of me that is so angry at her for not treating me better, for not treating my brothers better, for not caring about herself. There is a part of me that is so frustrated that she hurt me so much as a kid. There is a part of me that is angry at her 
for not giving me a better apology before she left. There's a part of me that wish she would have just toughened up a little bit and said, hey, I messed up and I know I did some really, really bad stuff and I'm sorry. But I I never got that. And I maybe I just sometimes wish that I had this like fairy tale ending at least. And that that's just not part of life. So I, I am a little angry still. And I think I get worried when people ask me to talk about it because I almost worry that people are going to get mad at me for being angry at her. And I have to realize like I can't that I can't control how I feel. My feelings are normal. Feelings are valid. I'm allowed to feel this way. But being on the Internet, I also worry about not only am I worried about how I'm feeling, I'm also worried about people getting upset with me or caring about or, you know getting upset with me for how I feel when I can't control how I feel if that makes sense because sometimes it's hard to understand someone's perspective and I did get a message one time a long time ago when I had said something about cutting off contact with my mom and I had someone reach out and was like I can't believe you could do that like she she birthed you and she did her very best like you should be ashamed of yourself for cutting off contact with her and I remember thinking like how hurtful that message was and how that person really didn't understand that for me to cut off contact with my own mother is not because I wanted to and that showed they really didn't understand what I had went through which is okay I don't want people to understand what I've gone through Um, I'd rather for for people to live in a world where you know they have a good feeling about their mother I like that I'm happy for people who do but it just showed she didn't understand that in order to cut someone out of your life for any sort of amount of time is not an easy thing to do it wasn't like I was like hey sorry mom I'll talk to you in two years no it was like my mom was an addict who would become one of the most abusive people most people would have met in their life like my mom lost contact with everyone my her own dad stopped talking to her for most of her life her mom her siblings um a lot of all of her friends slowly stopped contact with her because she would physically abuse people she would manipulate and lie to do whatever she had to do to to make sure that she was okay and she was okay hurting people like severely hurting people like people getting in trouble legally like lying to the cops to get people in trouble so that she wouldn't get caught with what she was doing she was okay she was she could just be horrible to people and Nobody should have to grow up as a child with their mom hitting them and telling them how much they hate them and telling me as a young child that I am the reason that she's an addict and that I am the reason that I'm being abused because if she hadn't had me, she would have gone to college and she would have been a different person so that I should be grateful to grow up in a house where she's abusing me because she could have just not had me at all. Like, no child deserves to grow up hearing those kind of things. And I also grew up my whole life with her telling me how grateful I should be. That my dad, that she took care of me because my dad wanted nothing wanted nothing to do with me. And it wasn't until after she passed that I finally found out and reached out to my, my biological father and found out that wasn't true. And that he was writing me letters my entire life. And she just didn't give them to me. And when we were cleaning out her home, I found a box of letters from my biological father begging me to reply to him. And I never saw them. And now here I am at 29 where it feels a little too late to have a relationship with him. Because I also feel guilt because obviously my mom so badly, sorry, my phone keeps going off, so badly did not want me to have a relationship with him. And 
I, sorry, let me turn my volume down. Okay. I am in this weird headspace where I want to talk about it. Like I used to be so open and vulnerable and with it, but it's scary because I don't want people to get mad at me for being mad at her because I am still mad. And I saw this quote, let me pull it up really quick. I think I saw it on Instagram. I, I hope I saved it. Let's see. Um, sorry, one second. Okay. It says, sorry, it's taking a second to load. Okay. Where is it? Okay. It's on We the Urban and it says, I want to share something my therapist said about anger that blew my mind. Your anger is the part of you that knows your mistreatment and abuse was unacceptable. Your anger knows that you deserve to be treated well and with kindness. Your anger is a part of you that loves you. And I used to feel guilty for feeling angry, but I realized, no, I feel angry now because I love myself and I have learned to love who I've become. And I know that I'm a kind person that never wants to hurt anyone. So I think I have a right now to be angry that a mom could hurt a 12 year old, a 13 year old, a 14 year old, the way that she hurt me and my brothers. And I think I realized like I am a, I guess I'm learning in this very moment as I'm saying it, that I am allowed to be angry. And I, that's why I've been holding off talking about it because I don't want to feel guilty for feeling angry. And that message I got so long ago is something that kind of made me stop talking about it because I realize not everyone is going to understand what it feels like. So for them to hear me say that I'm mad at her after she passed, that could be confusing to some people. But I can't deny my own experience and pretend it doesn't exist or it's just going to sit here and I'm going to dwell on it and it's going to feel worse. Because at the same time, with that anger, I do also forgive her. Because when she passed, it's almost like this glass shattered and I saw her for how human she is. Because when she still hurt me all this time and I was mad at her, you still see them as being like, I don't know that your parents, you always see them in this light, even if they hurt, even if the person who should love you the most hurts you the most, the same way that most people see their parents, I, it might be like a biological response because I still would see that. I would still see my mom in this like heroic light sometimes, a lot of times. And part of me just never could have imagined that she would pass. And it's crazy because Noah admitted to me that there were times that he worried that she wouldn't be around for too long because he could tell that her health was disintegrating because she wasn't taking care of herself and he worried for me and I was so confused because I'm like I never saw that and now looking back at old photos from like recent times I realized oh my gosh it was visible I just didn't want to see it because I still sort of saw her in this like heroic light and I think when she passed that that glass sort of shattered and I realized how human she was too so for every ounce of anger that is in my body I have also developed that same amount of empathy and love and forgiveness for her I have realized that in order for her to treat me the way she did the life she had had to have put her in that situation. Like, I'm assuming worse things had to have happened to her. And I know my mom didn't have an easy childhood. She's talked to me about it a lot. And the hard thing is I never like to talk about my mom's childhood because the truth is my mom lied a lot. 
She lied about some really horrific things, telling me my dad wanted nothing to do with me. There's a few other things my mom has said that were really bad and made me not talk to people. And then I later realized they were complete lies. So I don't like to say what happened in my mom's childhood because I don't know what is true. But I also don't think she lies about everything. Yes, she might have lied in her later on with her addiction because she was desperate and she was just trying to make sure that I loved her, which I would have always loved her. But I do believe her when she talks to me. I still, like, it's hard because it's like, you, I still believe her for, I believed everything she said at the same time. And I know that, like, there were pieces of her story that I know were true. And there's a lot of it that I feel like adds up and reminds me that her life had to have also been really tough. But I don't want to share the specific details because I don't know. And I don't want to slander someone or make someone look bad if I don't, I don't know the full story, which is what's tough. Um, but I do know for a fact that my mom was taken from my grandparents, who I love so much. I love and respect them. But I do know she was taken and she was put in foster care for a while for alleged abuse. And I don't think child services would come and take you if that isn't the case um but I so that is a tough part so I've had to realize my mom also struggled with her own issues and she was human and she was hurting from not feeling loved enough in her childhood and there's there's this like metaphor that I used to share a lot on my YouTube channel a long time ago where I would talk about how everyone has a well system and your well is filled up with water, and let's say that water is love. Well, if your well is filled up with so much love for yourself, eventually it's going to spill over, and it's going to splash around on everyone else, and you have so much love for yourself that you have enough love to give. If your own well is like dried up, and you don't have any love for yourself, it makes it even harder to love people around you. So for my mom to have treated her own kids this way, Especially because there were some times when she was an amazing mother. That's the crazy part. Is like there were some times when she was the best mother. It shows that for her to not love us at all times, and I think she did, it just showed the lack of love she had for herself. For not for her not to take care of herself in the way she did was a lack of love for herself, not a lack of love for her kids. It just came off as a lack of love from her kids. And it took me a long time to understand that. I think therapy did help me a lot with that, which is why I do know I need to go back to it. I just would like to take time before I do. It's just, it's all, it's all tough. It's really tough. Um, and one thing I didn't share is my mom's dad, who she had the the worst relationship with. Like he, not the, they had like a just a really tough relationship. He did cut off contact with her when I was around 15. So that was like 13 years ago. And I know my mom really struggled with that. And I know it really almost made her addiction worse and it definitely made my life worse because she often blamed me for that um and he passed away just a few months after my mom and I just think that is just like the weirdest like chain of events um because it's like that's my whole bloodline on their side basically besides me and my brothers my mom's mom um was her stepmom they're not blood related I don't know who my mom's biological mom is I don't know if she had much contact with her either so it's crazy to think that they're just both gone and like everyone else from there like my mom and my grandpa's bloodline is just me and my brothers now and that just feels so strange to me it feels like I lost 
like most of my blood related family because I have no contact with my dad either I feel like this is just a therapy session right now and I'm just venting and maybe I shouldn't post this but that was the point of this podcast is I wanted to get back to a place where I was years ago on my first podcast where I could just speak to you guys and be honest and we could have this place where we didn't have to feel shame around our feelings and shame around our lives and our situations and we could just like actually heal because I think healing comes from a place of not being ashamed of what you went through it is really hard to heal from something if you can't accept it and we don't accept things when we feel shame for it and I just don't want to feel ashamed for these mixed feelings I have anymore because it's just the truth it is the truth it is my truth that I love my mom so much and I wanted nothing but the best for her I wanted her to wake up and look in the mirror and be like oh my gosh I have so many people that cut me out of their lives, not because they hate me, but because they loved me so much they couldn't watch the road I was going on anymore. I want to change so I can have those people back in my life. I want my kids to be proud of me. I want to be proud of myself. Like, I want to go after my dreams again because I know she had dreams. I know she had big dreams. And I loved her so much and I just wanted her to wake up one day and realize that. And I don't know, I don't know if she ever did. When I was really young, it was so different. I don't think my mom had an addiction problem when I was younger. If she did, I didn't know about it because she was so different. She was My mom had me very young at 19. It's crazy to think that at my age now, she would have had a 10-year-old. Like, I couldn't imagine having a 10-year-old right now. So I know that would be tough. I can't imagine. She was a single mother with three kids. So in my mind, I hope she knew, like, she was also was a superhero for me. Like, having three kids and being a single mom at such a young age would be incredibly tough. And she did a, a, a great job for, with a lot of things. And so it's like this weird feeling of trying to balance both. And that's one thing my old therapist, who I miss so much, when we moved to New York, I had to switch therapists. And my one in, in California was like, I don't know, maybe I was too attached to her. Maybe it was a good thing um, she's not my therapist, but I honestly loved her. Um, she would say like it's so normal to love someone and hate someone because it is the same emotions in your brain that create love that create hate so that's she said usually when you hate someone it's because you also love them not all the time obviously because she was saying it just takes those same emotions so usually when you hate someone like that you loved before that's why but I don't hate my mom I don't hate her I do want to clarify that I am angry and I'm grieving and I'm sad but I also I also feel like I owe it to myself to have a good summer. And that is the weirdest thing to say after all of that. But I want to. I want to focus on this podcast and focus on my job. And I want to write the freaking book. But I've spent I spent two years of my life hurting because I'd cut off contact with her. And then I spent a year amending that relationship and us doing it the best we could. And that was like the best year we've ever had since I was a child when she was very different. And then I spent the last year grieving and I don't think the grieving is going away, but I want to take steps to move on from it for a little bit. And I know I'm going to have to go back to it. I know I'm going to have to face it at some point, but I just feel like maybe I'm allowed to just not make it my main focus right now. And maybe that's denial. Maybe this is me being in denial of how hard it's been. But maybe this is a part of the grief cycle. I don't know. Maybe everyone else sees clearly that I need to just really go to therapy every day. 
but I'm also waking up every like it's not I'm also going to admit that my mom would call me weekly asking for large sums of money because she couldn't afford to pay for anything because she didn't have a job she wouldn't go to work and I would give her that money because I couldn't stand the fact of thinking about her like homeless somewhere and I have to also I'm being honest that I obviously would rather her be here that's not what I'm saying but I'm also admitting that like there is a relief feeling of not having to spend all of my money towards her and being able to finally save up for things and not feel this like pressure on my finances because I'm having to save like um for my mom rainy day fund um and so it's like there are also things in my life that are going really well right now so I just want to learn how to balance that and realize like I would obviously give anything for her to still be here but I'm also happy with other aspects of my life at once and that's where I'm at (laughs) I don't know maybe this whole episode was confusing and maybe I'm just rambling maybe it'll help someone I don't know and I I do know that there is a big part of me that will be angry at her for not treating me better and there is a big part of me that loves her so much and that also forgives her for all of it and I'm also not sure about after I've not ever been someone who's very like like I've never had a strong feeling of what I think happens at the end of life I wish I did like I'm very envious of people who are like no I know what happens when I die I don't and maybe that's something I'll learn to start thinking about after this chapter of my life I just want to focus on like being a good person and I I don't know I don't know that's sorry that was a random tangent because I know people are gonna always ask me like where do what do I think has happened with her and I'm like I don't want to think about that because I don't know because I don't know what ha- where my mom is. I don't know what happens after we pass. But I do know that I hope wherever she is, that she does know that I'm not angry at her because I hate her. I'm angry at her because I love her and because I'm sad and because I miss her. And that I do forgive her. And I hope that she's forgiven herself. And I hope that she learns to love herself and... I hope that she's just at peace. At the end of the day, I hope she's at peace and I hope that she's able to get back to her younger self that I know had big dreams and goals and maybe in any sort of afterlife, I hope she has been able to come back to that sense of herself because I don't want to imagine her, that just being it for her, you know? And... Yeah, I guess that's all I have to say. A lot of you guys have been asking me to talk about it on Instagram and my DMs and stuff. And I didn't really know what to share or how I was going to say it. So I just pressed record today. And my goal is to not edit this episode. I'm going to have Noah listen to it and tell me if it's okay to post. Or if I said too much. And if he thinks it's good, I'm just I'm just going to post it. I love you guys so much. And if you have gone through any sort of grief, abusive relationships, toxic relationships, anything at all, it is valid. And remember, when you feel angry, like that quote just said, it is that anger that loves you 
It is a sign of love for yourself because you know that you deserve to be treated better. You know you deserve to be treated with respect and kindness because you would not treat people the way they they would have treated you if they've been harming you. So I love you and I hope that you take care of yourself and thank you for being here for me today because even if this was just a ramble and a therapy session for me, I do appreciate you for being here and being um, someone who listened and I love you so much and I will see you all next week. Bye.